Hello, hello, and welcome back, guys, for our last episode before the season starts. It's a very exciting time for us Spurs fans and everyone in soccer at the moment. Sitting here with my good friend, Nick Turns. Haven't talked to him all summer. Well, we've been talking shit over text all summer. It was my first time seeing him. Uh, Nick, how are you doing? How's your summer been going? It's been busy with uh, school. I don't have much free time, but... It's winding down. School's yep. almost done at the perfect time with the Premier League kicking off. So, perfect time, and uh, I'm glad you were able to fit this in. No, because I know you have been very busy. Yeah, well, thank you for letting me fit in. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, everyone else is also very busy. So tonight's just to be me and Nick. But again, it's great get to see him. Did the same thing with Matt last time. Um, hopefully, we'll have O'Day back in the states and recording here soon. Um, but before we start, we have a lot to run down today. The North London Derby that just happened, basically rounding up all of the summer and then kind of looking forward. Um, but before all of that, I want to announce some amazing news that I'm so excited about. Um, I went ahead, I'm in the process of creating the official Long Beach Spurs. I've gotten the go ahead from the LA Spurs, gotten the go ahead from locals that say, you know, that would help. It's a lot closer. Um, and today, I got the go-ahead with a bar. So we have a bar established for the whole season. Uh, they'll be up early, as early as they can be, um, definitely for this weekend. But the bar is um, the R bar, the letter R, in uh, downtown Long Beach off Pine and 3rd. Guys, this is the Long Beach Spurs. It'll be our first weekend this weekend. Um, I'm something I'm very excited for. Uh, Nick got to come to the last I North did. London Derby. Yep, at the R bar. Uh, yep. And this time, well, you were there when we only had the outdoors. Now we have the outdoors and indoors. Um, well, the outdoors is really nice. So, I mean, I was happy with I that. I prefer the outdoors. You can Same sing man. and get really loud. <laughs> exactly. And more room to run around. More room to run around. Exactly. If they do, after, I mean, if you see another Ramona. More room to run around. Neither of us were sober after that point <laughs> or no. sitting down after that point. No. Yes, but a lot of fun, um, a great place. Um, that's my big news. But anyone in the Southern California area, specifically Long Beach, Southern LA, um, I know LA has a good group, uh, but it is kind of farther north. Anyone south, if it's too far, come down, join us in Long Beach. We're just starting it. There's a big game this season. Again, any listeners, anyone tell your friends, come down. Definitely join us. So excited. But all right, after doing that little bit of news, jump into uh, our Spurs, what they've been doing, how their summer's been going. The most recent thing was the North London Derby. Even though it was a friendly, it was still a Derby. Um, neither of us got to really – I didn't get to see the full match. I know you didn't get to see most of it. Yeah, I so we're not going to chalk it up, but we will talk shit on Arsenal now that we have the time. Um, what are your opinions on just the fact that it was a friendly? What are your, what's your opinion on the fact that we played a friendly against Arsenal and Chelsea right before the season? I like it. I mean, like it's going to be competition. I mean, regardless of how good or bad Arsenal is or well, Chelsea, I don't <laughs> know about Chelsea will ever be bad the way they spent cash. But uh, oh yeah, it's good though. It's good. To, it's a good warm up. It's legit competition. Not speaking ill of MK Dons or 
anything like that. But yeah. I mean, these are really level teams, so it's it's good, a really good test and warm up for the upcoming mm-hmm. season. Plus, it, it was a great cause. This is all for charity, so I mean, I, I liked it. I like what Brilliant. they did here. Yeah, all yeah. these London, the London thing. So. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously it's like COVID related. The reasons everyone's trying to stay as close as possible. They can't do the usual world tour. Um, mm-hmm. But we're lucky, you know, being in London, just that we have world-class teams, Premier League teams right down the street, um, even though they're our biggest rivals. Um, yeah. When it first the came out, I was a little bit. Arsenal. There's world-class and then there's Arsenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was talking about like really just Chelsea. us, but whatever. <laughs> Chelsea, they got, got money to be world-class. They won Europe last year, so you can't say they're not oh, world-class, unfortunately. That just makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, talking about them, we didn't really get to see much of the match, but talking about those opponents um, and looking at them, I mean, Chelsea splashed cash on top of winning Europe. Um, Arsenal, I don't know what they're doing. But how do you find us uh, in this pool of, like, London teams, in, in this three? Where do you see us as quality-wise? Realistically, or the fan? Uh, realistically, uh, let, we're let in the me middle. I know you're a realistic man. <laughs> First, we're, we're definitely in the middle. I mean, okay. Geez, I think I think Chelsea spent more on forwards now this year and last year than we spent all together the past yeah. two years. Another hundred mil on Lukaku and seventy or sixty odd mil on Timo Werner. So yeah. Yeah. Must be nice. Must be nice, but but yeah, there's I mean Must be we're, nice. we're yeah. getting there. I mean we're building. I mean we've we've been active this year and I, I've told you the sign yeah. of this this off season, even if we got messy for some reason, would still would be Parachi. That guy is yeah. gonna be a game changer for us. Like regardless, like I said, even if we got messy, the sign of the season would have been Parachi because yeah, yeah, there's no reason there's no way we get messy or whatever like that happened which clearly is not he's at psg but that would never have happened if we didn't have him so but yeah with, with that being said, small side note um i do owe you a dollar put it out there yeah. we we bet 10 to 1 that uh that tottenham would get messy i was confident uh nick was realistic and <laughs> i try so someone's got to keep us grounded yeah. over here you should have got ten dollars out of it. I don't know. You were just I I didn't have that hundred to lose just in case. It would have been worth it. We, we don't know. I don't know. I what, probably would have let you keep it. Yeah. I probably would let you keep it. Keep just we'll the keep fact that, that we got messy. No, we're just gonna keep that dollar as a running bet. We'll we'll do a double or nothing on something this weekend. Perfect. This cane play. Sorry, that's we'll, we'll Ooh, get to that later. Okay, we'll answer that at the end. I'm writing that down. Now we're, we're that's the double or nothing. That's the Perfect. we'll get into that later though. But yeah, yes, I didn't like I said, I didn't I didn't watch the Arsenal game, but it looked the I saw a goal and Jonathan mm-hmm. beast molded. He looked so good on that goal. Just yeah. So, so good to win that ball back. With this with this show and just going forward for, for us and just for the fans, it's like Feel free to go right or left. Like, if you want to start talking about Jaffa, because you instantly brought that up, and I had like a million thoughts. So, feel free to like jump from just the game to a person and what, what you know, all these different things. So, Jaffa, for me, man of the match from what I saw. Um, 
I saw like the first half and then I saw the highlight of the goal. And I mean, Sun put it in the back of the net, but to me, that was Joffitt's goal. Oh, yes, for sure. I, the, yeah, I mean, it was a good finish and all, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Joffitt to win that ball back, pick out the pass. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. And then, yeah. It was a really nice looking goal. Um, yeah. A very unorthodox pass from LaCelso. What were your thoughts on the pass? Like, you almost don't even see it when you first watch the highlight, but when you watch it like 20 times, like most of us have, um, you're like, damn, like, did he mean to do it? But he did. What are your thoughts on just Los Celso's pass? And then we'll get on to Los Celso a little bit. That's the Los Celso we bought. Like, that's who we were hoping for, that creative midfield presence, right? I mean, it's kind of what we hope we get out of Tange as well and seeing how that yep. all goes. But guy can just pick out passes, make things happen. Yeah. We've been missing that since we've lost Erickson, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a position on a soccer field to pick out a pass before someone gets there. I mean, you tell them where to go, but you read the team, you read the field, and you do it without saying anything. Like, you do it in the back of your head, you know, and that's how that pass was. So I think you're right. That's who we paid for, or that's what we were looking for. Um, and, man, would it be great if he does that, like, starts doing that more and more. We're going to need, maybe not like that all the time, right? Because that's next level. But, I mean, we're going to need him to, to play consistently well for us to have a for good sure. season. We need our midfield to show up this year. Delhi, him, Tange, if he gets in, hopefully. We'll, who knows what's going on with that. But, yeah, we our midfield needs to show up this year. We were, we were missing that a lot last year. Now, Los also came back late from summer because, obviously, he's champion of South America. Let's hear it again. Um, <clears throat> but so like he wasn't there for obviously our other, you know, preseason games, but we've had other people in the midfield. Do you think he gets straight in there or are some other players like Bergwijn, Lucas, Deli, are they over him? Or do, where do you put Los Celso in the pecking order? Do you put him at the top or? I don't know. It'll be, man, I don't know. I have no idea what Nuno's going to do. So it's tough. Yep. What about your, like your pack? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't put Gio on the wing. I don't think I, he's more central to me, but I guess you could play him a little bit on the outside. And then it's tough with Delhi because Delhi's just also a dude who can make things happen. And he hasn't been the greatest as, as of late, obviously. I mean, we all yeah. heard how much people have bagged on him, but I mean, it's tough. If he gets going. <laughs> His numbers were better than Foden his first year, and as a younger lad than Foden, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, who, it's hard to just give up on Delhi at this point, but who knows? Never. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. It's tough. Our midfield's getting competitive. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of competitive people in there fighting for some spots. So which is good. We need that. A lot. A lot of exactly a lot of first class names and players and players like Delhi who have been there and have had like the starting position, but now he's getting into that older age where it's like you're not the young star that maybe does something. It's like you got to be our best player sometimes, you know. Um, and I agree, it's a little yeah. bit crowded in there. Yeah, he doesn't have that luxury of being oh well next year I'll be, I'll be like he's got mm-hmm. he's got to perform now. If he doesn't perform now. I don't. I don't know if we'll have him next year. Honestly, I mean, what? Th- I totally two, agree. Three years. I. But yeah, I think this is my year. Might be his last year to really do something before that the club decides to maybe sell him. 
which would be yeah, a shame. And, and not just that, but really before his career just goes to, to waste. Yeah, you know, he does the Andrew yeah. Townsend or something. Goes to goes to Crystal Palace or you know Wolverhampton, just something random. Um, yeah. Which is which is no place for that type of quality. And I think he got it. I think the Mourinho year, in my opinion, it burned him and it stuck with him. Hundred um, percent. Agree. And so that's all we're hoping. And I definitely, this is my my goal for our midfield is I'm hoping with Nuno that. It's just like every week in practice, it's like who is just playing the best, whether it's Delhi, give him the playing time. Los Celso, give him the playing time. I don't really like when you have all these good players, like don't feel like homeboy just doesn't play anymore, you know, because that's going to ruin everyone, you know, or don't feel like he's going to come in the second half of the season, you know. <clears throat> so hopefully it's no. somewhere they're just like competing and going for it. Yeah, a little rotation might not be bad. Uh but yeah, it, it's tough. There, man, there's just so many names, so many guys. Like I just love Delhi too, right? But so I, no. I, I soft spot for him, so I want him to play. But at the same point, like if he's not playing well, we have a couple guys in there that can do do things as well. So, all right. Well, we're just gonna move on to the name. You know, the the man in the midfield that hasn't seen the field once during preseason. Uh, someone that at least everyone behind closed doors. Saying maybe a bit big, maybe not ready, but he's available. So, what are your thoughts? I mean, we haven't seen anything, so we don't know. But what are your thoughts on the whole Indombele, you know, debacle? Yeah, that's just the thing. Like, we don't know. Like, there's nothing out. I know, obviously, early on he missed out because uh, he just had a child. So I know that's why he missed a lot of the early stuff. But yeah, he was. Uh, healthy and in, in fitness shape to play on against Arsenal, but wasn't even. We don't, the best I don't spot. know about fit, they, Yeah, they said he was available as in, as in not sick or not injured, oh, but we don't know about. Yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting. And then all the reports that he's thinking about leaving because we want to sell Sissoko and Aurier. So, so yeah, I want to I want to I want to talk about him more, but I want to ask you. If he's not fit, if he's, I don't know, maybe it's his fault. He's not getting fit or something. What are your thoughts at this point on selling him? Would you let him go? I don't want to. I'm a huge fan. He does. He just. <laughs> he's got so much potential. Like eventually, there's like that. There's a graph, right? Obviously, potential outweighs his, what he's actually doing. But yes, no. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think he's got like when he's on. Like I, when I watch and some of the. Things he just does, he makes look so easy. Like he's Musa Sissoko on the ball, or uh, sorry, Musa Dembele, right? Like he's just yes. so good and strong on the ball. It's hard to get off, and then he can just pick out passes. And he makes it look so easy. Yeah. It's like it's hard to give up on a guy that just does that. We just need to find yeah. a way to get him to consistently be doing that. And I don't know if it's more playing time yeah. or or what it is, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean. I've seen you know, people more say, like, three different coaches. No one can get anything out of them. But I'm like, maybe it's three different coaches and three different systems. Maybe he can't he can't settle in, come into a new country, and he never settled in. I don't know. No. I don't Great know. statements. That's a good shout out because I haven't heard anyone really bring that back up. Just that idea in his defense that, yeah, he's had three different coaches. When it came to our players, there were two two groups of players. The ones that Poch, Poch's team and then the ones after Poch. 
he was the one player that came in the middle. And he was the one player that we, I mean, it was our record signing. It was Potch's signing, you know. It, it, so he really is, that's a great shout out because he really is the one, especially with so much pressure being our record signing and all these things. Um, and then going through all that, you know, um, great, great shout out. Um, I have one thing that I want to say when I was listening to uh, We Are Ten MTV, love those guys and the Irish, the Irish Spur. Another great, uh, you know, YouTube and online yid. Definitely check him out. Um, but they were talking about this about Dembele, and one thing that I was thinking through the whole their whole discussion was, uh, <laughs> it's really sad if we let him go. But I know for a fact, I think we all do that if he goes to PSG, uh, Inter Milan. One of these teams that is just has a little bit more infrastructure and is ready to just shell out money for the rest of the team to do all the running, he's going to fly. He's going to be fired. He's going to be the best player in Europe. But at Tottenham, where we need everyone, including him, to give it their all, yeah, you know. Both sides I, of the ball. You know. Yeah, both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I think... If he goes, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him just skyrocket if he gets. Yeah. yeah, I don't. So I don't. I don't want to give up on him because I know he's he can do that. So. Yeah. I mean, oh man, some of his highlights in those years yeah. where everyone's like, he, he barely played it. I'm looking at some of these things. I'm like, he did all that in a year that he barely played. Well, like, imagine right. if he just gets going. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, every the time he the ball, Is that the is that the back heel or the the flick? The flick, yeah. Oof. From like yeah. way outside on the left, yeah, there and he, no angle. he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, that's the talent. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. I could see if we sell him, I would understand it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I don't want to sell him, but I would understand if if we were to sell him, I would understand why. Okay, one more question on the Tongi subject. So, what if would you be down if we didn't sell him? We held on to him. We, you know. Put faith in him as a club, like we're, we want you to become something. But he like rides the bench most of the season, and kind of, I don't know, uh, gets to the you know the Nuno way or or just like running more. <laughs> would you be down with us keeping him and him like riding the bench? Would you would you rather him like be in and be in the team or? be out of here for good or are you okay with that kind of like ugly middle that we might have to go through like we did with Delielli? Oh, I'd rather have him on the team for sure in any way, okay. shape, or form. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still depth. Oh, yeah. It's still a guy that can do something in the midfield. So like maybe it's not every game, but like he can still come on as a sub potentially and make something happen, right? Yeah. Like he still has that no, ability as we've been talking about. So yeah, I any way, shape, or form, I'd rather have him on the team. So. Yes. Good answer. No, that's that's a good answer because that that is kind of a weird subject or like if but if is like if he's on the team and he's I mean the media is going to be playing that fucking war drum all year if that's the case, which will be very annoying and then all the fans yep. will throw it and then every time we lose it'll be like, "Well, where's Tongi?" you know. Um yeah, we'll blame it on Tongi. Yeah. Yeah, or blame it on him if he comes in for 20 minutes and then doesn't do anything after not yeah. playing all season. So, 
It's, I mean, someone's going to not play. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's true. Don't can't play them all. Yes. All right, let me I look at my notes. Down Let's three subs. What's that? I wonder if they're going back down. They did five subs last year still, didn't they? Or did they do three? I don't know the answer, but I was actually wondering that earlier. Uh, we'll ask someone in the comments to figure that out for us. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. There we go. Going Five or three subs. <laughs> someone in our future <laughs> Discord channel, chime in. <laughs> please and thank you. Yes, please and thank you. Um, all right, but yes, let's keep rolling. Uh, so t- talking about the summer more, um, talking about our transfers. So we said the Don himself, Paratici, doing work. Um, I want to touch on him real fast, then we'll get to his subs. Or, or not his subs, his his transfers. <laughs> yes. Um, so Don Paratici, like someone was saying also online that he hasn't actually done that much. Like everyone's giving him all this credit, but he's only brought in three players. One is a goalkeeper. One is a young kid who's unproven. And one is, you know, the, the best defender in Italy. Um, so what do you say to that? Do you hear realism in that or only surrealism (laughs) i don't know uh i don't know what they're on but yeah i have no idea what they're talking about uh do they not remember the past five years with without this guy um two one and a half years of not signing anyone and we've signed three players uh okay yeah he's done nothing yeah and we're still looking and and we signed a coach yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, but the, the best coach we could have signed. <laughs> no, but the, maybe hopefully the right coach. The, the right see, coach, yeah. hopefully. I don't get that, that statement at all. Uh, I mean, look yeah. at the names we've been linked with. It's because of his connections. Yeah, to right. me, that statement is someone who's playing FIFA and not a Tottenham fan for the last, you know, more than five years, you know, more than 10 years. You know, you got to understand where we are and where we're going. And you're exactly right. I mean, the three signings and their quality signings, all yeah. of them, yeah. you know. Uh, have, you, have you seen Brian Heal play at all? Um, he looks um, legit. He had the most take-ons in dribble or dribbles of anyone in La Liga last year, second only to Messi. What? Yeah, yeah. So he, the kid's legit. He's young, but yeah. he's got a lot of potential and upside. So I'm very. That's. A, I think that could be a very good signing for us. Yeah. Uh, and then, as you pointed out, Romero, the best defender in Syria A last year. I mean, yes. That's that's not a good signing because we didn't we didn't need to improve our defense. Our defense was so good. So, I mean, ah. what. Terrible sign to bring You're in so- just the best defender in an entire league. Terrible signing. Is so <laughs> Terrible signing. No, yeah, that sign is going to be huge for us. That, that, I think Romero looks legit, so yeah, I think that could be a potential game changer for us. Obviously not on the level of VVD, uh, but uh, I think... It might be. No, 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 no. I think VVD was, was nowhere close to his uh, but uh, he didn't win any any awards for being a defender at Southampton. You know, he was just a quality defender. 
Sorry, go on. I agree. I mean, that that's a valid statement. But I just meant in the terms of he's not going to put us over the edge like like he did for Liverpool, right? We're not at that level to where just this one guy is going to put us as a title contender is what I meant. So he's well, not going to have that. Correct. Liverpool were in the you know Champions League final the year before. They only had one thing missing. They had two things missing: a goalkeeper yeah. and a defender. For you know to have what they had, you know we're yeah, missing a be, lot, and he was the biggest thing that we were missing. <laughs> yeah, he will have a huge impact for us, I think. In I guess in relation to our squad individually, yeah, it'll I guess it'll be the same as that that VVD because I think he'll help solidify oh, yeah. that back a lot. Which means hopefully less dire, what? which automatically means good things. Okay, we're going to jump to that real fast. We'll get back to the transfers in a second. So are you saying Sanchez over Dyer? Sanchez and Romero no, I, over Dyer? Dyer and Romero? I would take... I would like to see Rodon. That's another weird one. Why haven't we seen Rodon play at all? Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, he, did, he played in Euros. Um, but I don't think he's featured at all in this stuff in the preseason. Could be wrong. Yep, comments get at us. Discord make fun of us. Um, yeah, you can make fun of me. I mean, I'm not gonna say if I'm for sure on that. But yeah, I mean, neither I, of I us know. I'm not sure either. Yeah, I haven't paid um, for any yes. preseason matches, so. Yes, and your old ass doesn't know how to steal legal streams from Russia. No, I just have a moral compass. Okay. Oh my god! Are your parents movie directors? Like, <laughs> they must yeah. have their millions. Yeah. Well, you know, but you can see how nice I'm living. That's okay. My making funny skills have have got I've slacked. Um, I know. <laughs> they'll probably Step get better up. throughout the season. Yeah, I know. It's the goal. Get better. Um, all right, back to chances. Back to chances. Commercial breaks over. Um, so Romero, I think Romero could be, I haven't, okay, this is a bit biased. I've seen some of the transfers like Sanchez and, or, uh, Jaden Sancho to Man U. Um, but I would say that's like, could be one of the top transfers in the, in the Premier League, uh, that Romero coming in. Just as far as like talent and quality of a player. Um, you got That's Lukaku close. coming in. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good... Probably, I said, Lukaku's the only one I think would give that a run for the money. Or, yeah. I'm trying to think. It's hard to think and record at the same time. Um, <laughs> that's why I have right notes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if we're going to go with Sancho real quick, let's just make fun of Arsenal and say, hey, Arsenal paid more for Pepe and Ben White than United paid for Sancho oh. and Lorraine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's, that's funny. But... <laughs> Back to Tottenham transfers. There we go. No more of that other bullshit. Um, yes, so we got Brian Hill, which I'm still going to call Gilly. I'm just saying that. His British nickname is, is Gilly. Gilly? And the nickname was Gilly, but is it supposed to be then Healy? Maybe Healy? it'll go with Healy, but it might come know. out as, as well. Yeah. I just, I mean, when he scores that banger, I'm going to be the one yelling, Gilly! Get in! Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I, that sounds good. Yeah. I like that. If, if yeah, I get we, called we, out, it'll... I won't call you out. Anymore. There we go. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. <laughs> but yeah, we got, we got Heal, 
And then we got Romero. Then and... we got Pierre, Gian Luigi. Yeah. Paul Luigi. Which that's a loan to buy. Mediterranean. Sorry, y'all. It's a loan to buy. So we don't. Correct. He's not for sure, but yeah. I think he'll be a good competition for for Lloris. I think yeah. Lloris is obviously still the definite number one. I saw someone say like that this guy might be pushing him. I'm like, ah, that's not let's not get too far. Lloris is still yeah. oh, it's a it's a beautiful above. thing. So we talked back to the Don himself, big balls himself, Paratici. Um fucking I mean that is a great signing because he could be a future of any team. Yep. Like at that age, at goalkeeping, he's played a season or two at Atlanta. At Atlanta, um, fucking. So he's ready to go, and now he's about to be trained by World Cup winning all these things. And so for us, we still have the best goalkeeper, one of the best goalkeepers in the EPL, and but he's on his last year of a contract. So if he wants to pull some bullshit and not sign a contract, um then we're good, we're safe. And then if for some reason, you know, all, you know, superstitions, throw the salt over your shoulder, if anything happens to him, we still have someone there too. So it, to me, it's a great signing. Um, yeah, and I think I like- I love the loan. I love yep, the loan to go, buy yeah. too, We get to test him out, see how he does. And if, we, if he doesn't chalk up or whatever, it doesn't look good enough yeah. for us, then- Wipe our hands clean and, and done. But I think I was listening to uh, another podcast and they were talking about he might actually have homegrown um, status, potentially. In- yeah, because I, th- I think they said he trained yeah. at United way back in the day. He went to the United Academy, yep. Yeah, right. so he might have homegrown status, which would be huge. That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, oh I, don't, I don't know. They're saying there's some weird things because he was there for like five years, but only under contract. I think they said for four, so there might be like, the ability. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but they were they were just talking about it, and so I'm just kind of reiterating what they said. But yeah, so there might be a weird way that we might be able to keep him as a homegrown in a way. Well, whoever had be... that airbrain idea, brilliant shout out, and thank you for bringing that back up. You know, shout outs to them. Um, but that that would be great. And I agree with you. I love the whole loan thing uh, if we don't like him. But also, to me, again, it's, it's great because I think the ball's more in our court. If we do like him, there's a, a clause to buy, and there's a, a game clause you know, to buy. Yep. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's a, a great move. <clears throat> so, All right, so before we get – no, go for it. Was it. With the transfers left, though, like, what is, who do you think our next one should be? You're reading my mind. Um, so obviously it's a domitriori. <laughs> it's summertime. We're talking about transfers and he's not on our team yet. I'm going to say it. All right. So that's all jokes aside. That is my first, that is my first pick. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we have a defender now. I feel like we need another defender, whether it's a center back or a right back. Um, and that's if we – I think one thing is, like, who do we maybe get rid of next before the transfer window's, window's over? I kind of want to pass that question back to you. Who do you see going out? Like, who actually going leader? out? Yeah. Man. Well, I can tell you, I know – I feel like I know who's on the chopping block, and I've said their names already. Yeah. Sissoko, Aurier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then I know you and everyone else want to put Wings on that block too. Who? Wings. Who else? Oh, Wings. Yeah, I think he's on the the chopping block. I think think there's a decent size chop. I think, oh, Savis still is probably interested in Sanchez, for all we know. I know they were really into him for a bit. But I don't know what's going on there. And then... I've it's one of those things, or Davies as well. Sorry. Oh no, I have heard that too, and he hasn't really uh, partaken in the preseason at all, to my knowledge. Uh, I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he has. But again, he played at Wales also, or played in Euro, um, so he got a workout in. But yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think that there is a big chopping block. I do see possibly Ori and Sissoko going. Or, or Sissoko doing like Toby and just being like, I'm an older player. I'm going to go to the Middle East. I mean, he's Muslim. That would be awesome for him to go play in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I mean, Ori is Muslim too. I don't know if he plans on going there, but I, I mean, Ori still has a big career in front of him, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I could see them leaving. I got a question for you real fast. I could see them leaving, but if they go, are you worried about like that, our, our defensive numbers? So that's what I, I start to think about. I think they only go for bringing in, for sure, another guy or two. And that's what I, okay. the, uh, the Japanese, I think it's Tomiyasu. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering yes. where that's at, if that's still going to happen. Uh, that's why I was just on my other computer trying to look up his name to make sure I could pronounce it correctly, but I might have butchered it. There we it. go. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully he's coming in. I think he could be a good sign for us, a good deal, not a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, so I think the only way those guys, any defenders go out is if someone's for the, for those reasons. I kind of want to pass this like part two of this question back to you. You made me think of it. Um, would you rather Aurier out? Like we shift these people on and bring someone in like new to the team, or would you rather we just hold on to these people, not risk it or whatever? Have them on the bench, or whatever. Um, what yeah, would you rather? I would, I, I'm I'm okay with selling Aurier. Um, I think it's mutual. I don't. I think the club is yeah. a, a, is not sold on him anymore, and I think he wants out. Which is why I'm surprised he's he hasn't left yet. Uh, but then again, it's Levy. Levy's gonna. Levy's gonna want tons of money. Maybe not what he's worth. Uh, but yeah, then I think with also with him going out, they might give more opportunity for Session. And I think that's a name we forget about. And I think he had a really good year at Hoffenheim last year. Yes. I believe that's a close was that someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, I think he, no, he is good. You're right. So yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited about him coming back. Uh I know he I think he was a little injuries, which is why he hasn't featured yet, but yeah, I'm not sure why, but I was curious because we haven't seen him. Uh, but that's that's another five-star player for the future. One thing that I think is kind of hard, me and Matt touched on it in the last episode, I think it's kind of hard for us Spurs fans to maybe accept is like where we are in this rebuilding process. But if we look at it, we really have like young guns everywhere. Like our, our team is like all the next five-star players like all over the field. Yeah, we have a lot of young depth for sure. I mean, Dane yeah. Scarlett, Sessignon, uh, 
Rodon looks like he'd be pretty good. He's young. There's Brady Alfie. Lawn. Yeah. Alfie Whitman. Uh, oh. Alfie, or not Alfie, Alfie, Alfie Devine. Sorry. Alfie Devine. I mean, Dennis Serkin. Um, yep. That dude, Niles, is doing great in preseason. Niles, yeah, nah. yeah. Troy Perry. I mean, these are players who aren't even on the team. I mean, let's look at the team. We got Deli Eli, again, Regulon, Lo Celso. Now Romero, um, yeah, all these players are really about, they should be in their prime or like entering their prime soon. They're young, yeah. full prime. DVB <laughs> is a guy I'm still very high on. He's young, exactly. Bergwine, exactly. So yeah, I mean we're we're built for the future. It's just hopefully all these guys pan out and maybe fill in enough yep. pieces now. I mean, I always forget how young Hoiberg is. He's only like 25 or 26. 24. I think yeah, it's, the dude looks like he's 36. That was old. Yeah, he looks so old. I, I'm like, oh, man. We, when I first signed him, I was like, oh, man, he's like 28, 29, right? And yeah, like, like, what? No, it's nice. great. He could be a captain for years. Yep. Very yeah, exciting I, times for you. We need to be a little bit more realistic at where we're at with a rebuild because we we're in a rebuild. No doubt yeah. about it. Which so. started with Poch leaving, you know, and that was a year and a half ago. Um, he said it before he left. Painful rebuild coming. He forewarned us. The yes, prophet. The coach of yeah. Looking into his crystal glass. Yes, exactly. Um, man, how we miss him. Man, how he's on to coaching amazing things now. Yeah. I, I, I hate what PSG is doing, but... He's got a chance to win Champions League, so I, I don't want them to win the Champions League, but I do because I want Poach to get one. I would, I would. I mean, we're not into this season, so I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, as long as it's yeah, not Liverpool City. Arsenal. Sure. Oh wait, Arsenal's not in any European competition. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Yeah, had a little dig in there. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So, all right, we're talking about all the players on the pitch. The one who's not the youngest, whose name we haven't mentioned yet, but whose name has been in the media nonstop. I mean, the media shitstorm. You don't know which person is throwing shit from which angle. You don't know if they're throwing shit at you or shit from behind you at someone else. And then there's just like shit everywhere. Um, what's your opinion on the Kane situation? And then just like we'll get on to like if we want to keep him and all that other stuff too. I was gonna say based on uh, depending on how you feel, you, we haven't said his name, but he could be. Uh, we could give him the nickname "He Who Must Not Be Named," Voldemort, right? He could become the Voldemort of a lot of fans right now, Harry Kane. Oh yeah, I just feel like he. Uh, he's he's depending on what happened. Who knows what the actual story is? Very very confusing, but I mean, loud, he. He pissed off a lot of people with uh, this last week. Yeah. I mean, it's very petty of a lot of fans. It's very small-minded and unfair. Um, And none of us, we just watched it happen with Messi. I mean, he doesn't have the legend that Messi has. I mean, he doesn't have the titles that Messi has at Spurs. But it would feel the same way. Like, all us Spurs fans, like, if you watch that Messi thing, like, None of us want to go through that. We want to keep Harry Kane. You know, like, 
he's the best player in the world. He's one of the best, he's the best striker in the world, you know. Um and he's only getting better, you know. Um obviously I want to keep him. Um I think he a lot of fans could turn on him and feel very sad and salty, especially if he goes somewhere in the EPL. Um but do you do you think it's gonna happen? We'll go there. Well, I'm just gonna say if everything panned out how it sounds like it panned out, I'm a bit salty and really upset with him. I get wanting to leave. I'm fine with him wanting to leave. I totally get that, but just really weird not showing up to training. Real slap in the face oh. to all, all the teammates if that's what happened. And I I don't know why that right. wouldn't have been the case though. It'd be weird for the club not to make a statement and be like, "Oh yeah, he wasn't supposed to be here till Saturday." They haven't done that, so if that was the case, why wouldn't the club come out with a statement backing him? Seems kind of <laughs> weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why else would everyone say he missed training? Like, why would that I, be I'm in the story? Also, because, and I think, I mean, I think that's behind closed dealings that the media loves to, to spew. And again, we've mentioned on this channel before, we'll mention it a thousand times again, the media has something against us. That's not conspiratorial. Yeah. That's just like factual over time and analyzing furs. And I don't see anyone else. Other players do get this. Messi got it probably every year too. Like he's staying, is he going? Um, but like there's just always something. And with the Harry Kane joint, it's like he's going to City. And then the day later, City's like, we would never pay that much for a player. What gave you that fucking idea? And then the next day, it's like, he's back to City. They're going to give money and a player. And then yeah. he's missing training. That means he's obviously going to City. Oh, he's not going to be ready for the game. Doug, Kyle Walker just got back from the same tournament at the same day Harry Kane did. Is there any hysteria that Kyle Walker is not at training? There's not. You know? Well, Only Harry Kane. It's a little different, but yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying, though, too. It, Catch a, they they blow this thing up a lot more to make us look a lot less of a club that knows what it's and, doing. But and and that's what I say to our fans, to our listeners, to all you know Spurs fans is you know just take your time with the media. Don't take a step ever back. you know you know yeah don't ever worry about a player being here or gone until he's holding that shirt up. Don't go through that emotional roller coaster that they get paid to put you through. You know. And that's the thing is, like, I think Spurs fans, they just realize, like, man, we can press that button all day. They're going to fucking clickbait it and then freak out and then sell magazines for us all day. So, yep. you know, I'm not saying don't buy your magazines. I don't, I don't care about any of that, but just don't freak out. And to me, from the beginning, we said it on the last one. I don't think he's going anywhere. And I, I don't think he is. I just don't yeah. see us getting, like, three years left on his contract. Levy's not going to get the money he wants. I'm I feel like. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, but that's, I guess, what would be okay with you to take to sell him? Like, what is your number? At the moment with this team and, like, the rebuild where we're at, um, I would want to keep Kane. Like, as, as the talisman, as your Lewandowski, as your, like, best player on the field and then get these young fucking other players as your fucking Eric Cantona to the young man, man, you like get these young players around you 
and this work ethic, similar to the Poch work ethic and Anuno, I, I would really want to keep him. I don't think even, like, I mean, it's preposterous numbers, but, like, 200 million would even convince me. Um, no. Because to me, well, it's like, ha- let's, what is that? Let's play a game. You have to sell them. You have to sell them. What realistically would be your package or your number? Uh, yes. Okay, great question. So if we're selling them to like City, I think that's where the only place that might have the money or maybe like PSG or something. Well, I don't think have can do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, whatever other oil money's buying teams. <laughs> but. Um, it would have to be a package. It would have to come with a player. Um, and it would have to be a five-star goal scorer. You know, it'd have to be a forward, huh? It, it would have to, no, or like only because if we sold him in this transfer window, we don't have any other forwards, and we'll take the hundred twenty. What's that? Well, I guess the window goes to the end of August. I think. So yes, we have a little bit then. of time left still, but because I'm asking, because I've heard that City's offered like a hundred in Laporte, and then I heard it was like Laporte and Bruno or Bernardo Silva, yeah, which I like both of those players. Um, we don't really you know, need. Uh, I mean, Laporte and Romero could be a really because I think Laporte's fairly young. And the, uh, yeah, no, he he is definitely young. Um, it would be good, but like, okay, maybe not then. No, yeah, I don't need, I don't need a But him and Romero could be good for the next three or four years, easy. I mean, center backs can play to thirty-two, and be okay. But I think I think we I have know. to understand that Spurs, you know, without Harry Kane, it's it's hard to like really fathom. Because like last year he got the most goals in the in the EPL and the most assists, and we didn't even get top four. That means no one else is scoring or creating. When it comes to that final third, it's literally just Harry Kane. And I mean, it's not fun to talk about. I wish we had more. We need more. But we have to understand if we get rid of Harry Kane, we're going to like Burnley status. You know, goals for you know like no goals for. I also think a lot of that's just on the play style under Moreno, where it was just counter and go to, you know. But. I agree. I think he benefited highly off of Mourinho, yes, definitely. Yeah, well, um, my brother and I were talking about that. He's one of the few forwards to uh, thrive under under Jose. The, uh, most don't really thrive under him. Usually, Well, they're usually uh, emotional-ass people. And then they get pissed off at each other. Whereas Harry Kane is a just extreme professional and he's here to learn from the best. So he just takes it in like a fucking, you know, he takes it great, you know. That's true. Um, yeah. It'll be hard to see okay. Tottenham without him. Yes. Yes. So it would be difficult. Num- I, 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 no, I got a question for you, but what, what are you asking? Your number is what, 150 for your number then? 160? I mean, I, numbers will be hard. It, would, it, it could be like 120 and a player, a, a good player. Even if it was a swap from like three teams, like we got a striker from, I don't know, some other team. And I, it, it, I can't even think of a striker. I mean, really, like for me, I think one of the best strikers, if Man City would have done it a little bit better, 
I would have taken Kun Aguero and a hundred million or like a hundred twenty million. I don't know if they so would have done that. He's so good though. I mean, like he's a free he, agent too, though. Was he? Yeah. I mean, I would have taken him next to Harry Kane. I mean, like that would have been insane. Yeah. Well, that's the La Ruta Martinez. How about that? That's all more transfer talk. Probably we're trying to get away from that, maybe. But yeah, like. Oh no, no, no! That's perfect. Keep it going. I, I love it. Um, I would love that signing. That would have been interesting, but Chelsea had to go and probably fuck us over with that one. Inter can't sell uh, both their forwards this this hour. Off season. At this hour, Tottenham is still keen to buy him, uh, at least to my, you know my knowledge. Yeah, um, but it's gonna be hard for Inter to sell him. They sold their other forward. It, they, it's really yeah. hard to oh, sell yeah, their two star forwards, and then it is later yeah. in the transfer window, as you pointed out. So that'll yeah. be that'll be difficult to convince them. I actually do think you're right. I think that will probably stop us from getting that. I think that might be why Tottenham was trying to get that deal done, like all of a sudden. Yeah. Like it was probably behind I mean, those doors, and then they were like, they're like, it's got to go. And then yeah. Chelsea was probably like, well, we'll pay double that for Lukaku. Exactly. And they're like, all right, well, we'll take double. We'll take double. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take double the money. Yeah. I mean, especially for Inter, who took a stupid loan from the Chinese government that has higher than credit card interest rates, they had to pay that back. So that they need to take whatever was more. I mean, they oh won the God. league after because of it, but yeah, now they're just destroying their team. That's the problem. Yeah, it's like you get the league for one season. Like, would you do that? Would you, you know, shoot all our shots for one season with Spurs? Depend- depends on how far the setback is, right? I mean, potentially they might yeah. struggle to even make the Champions League, and it's not going to be just for this year they'll struggle. I mean, that it was like three hundred oh, yeah. some on me. That's a lot of money. Damn. So, so yeah. Yeah. We'll no. Um, I, I wouldn't. I would not sell our soul for one year. I would not put the club at at stake for one year. For yeah. one year of glory. Well, well, with that being said, me and Matt talked about it uh, last episode, which is exciting for this season. I want to get your opinion on it before we go too much further. This season, for the first season in maybe f- about five years, I'd say, and even longer because we were in Euros or uh, Europa before that. This is the first season where we can really, hopefully, focus solely on the league. What are your thoughts on that? What are your predictions of, like, we are going to talk about it. We're going to look forward to the season, so we'll kind of kick it off now. What are your predictions looking at the season and our ability to focus on the league? What do you want from us, and then what do you think we could do? Boy, that's, that's tough. Ah. Because the transfer window still open, it's tough. so if the team stays as is and with no major departures, if Harry Kane stays and we bring in some guys, uh, but okay. we don't lose any major major players, I think. Oh man, I top six at the worst case scenario. I think Boom. Is I, I, I agree with that. I hope we challenge for. Uh, that Champions League spot is my hope, yes. and I'm feeling, I'm feeling FA Cup. An FA Cup, just throw it in the wild one. <laughs> That's my wild card. I'm feeling an FA Cup. I'm feeling a deep cup run this year. I don't want to write your predictions. 
Go for it. Let's go. Throw it. Throw it. Try to throw it back in my face as we're hoisting the FA Cup later this year or next year. I will gladly throw it back in your face. That's me being a fan. Look at what you did to us. Look at what you did. <laughs> Positive. You throw it oh. out there, good things happen. That or everyone's going to make fun of me. You're the top four. I can take it. It's slightly unrealistic, I know, but I'm feeling it. Just get those gut feelings sometimes. I got that. I feel like like a trophy might be won for sure, though, this year. And I'm guessing the FA Cup. I can see that. I I feel you on the, the trophy. I mean, how shit were we last year? And we almost won a trophy. Yes. No, I mean, Carabao Cup, like, one of those, I think we could go far. I've never seen, uh, you know, Nuno, I've never followed his cup run, so I don't know. Whereas Mourinho, everyone's like, well, he's a trophy winner. He knows how to do this. And that's kind of what he did. He got us to the final. Um, but, so, so I don't know, but, like, because, like, before it was like, yes, we're getting a cup. We're going to be there at least in the semis or something. So it will be interesting to see. I I don't have the gut feeling about any of the cups, but you can probably guess it. Um, I'm going with we're winning the league. <laughs> Obviously. You made fun of me for saying FA Cup? I just think it's low. I think it's a low bar. It's random. It's low bar. Was, I thought we were trying to – like you, you already said it. I'm realistic. You're – Optimistic. The, well, there's optimistic, the and then there's, there's optimistic and then there's you. But look, but there's reasons, bro. I started the question, I prefaced my answer with the fact that we don't have much to do on the midweek. I mean, like, hopefully Harry Kane and Larissa aren't going to those games. Hopefully Hoybier's not going to those games and playing extra minutes. Um, you know, so, so that's what I'm saying. Fucking Chelsea did. I mean, they finished 13th, and then they won the league the next season. Like, I hate to compare us to these shitty teams, but – um, yes, money is a bit we did. Listeners, he was he was splashing the cash <laughs> sign. Um, but yes, I agree. But it's the one time, and I'm saying in like a long time where we have a good team and we can focus on the league. Hopefully, we don't piss that off. You know, hopefully, we really take that seriously. I, th- I think Nuno's well, a smart guy. But... FA Cup. That's why I said FA Cup. I, nah, I mean, okay. Liverpool got back Vir- Virgil Van Dyke, so they're instantly going to be better. Still a good team. Um, City, it doesn't matter how many competitions they are. They can field two yes. class teams. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm not feeling a class So, that's why Is I'm not feeling a title. But in a cup, yes. anything can happen. It's one game. It's, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a, a difficult season, just in general. Oh. It's, it's going to be so crazy with, with fans back and everything. For how long? That's the question. Do you think fans back all year or with everything going on, that's the thing that's going to see that I just thought about? I don't even want to talk about that because you just, like, broke my heart a little bit. Like, like there was definitely, like, a crack. I don't know if you heard it. Sorry. But yeah. Um, hopefully and definitely. It was nice seeing a full, a full stadium of people not social distancing and not having to wear masks. Like, that's one of my biggest things is just, like, at soccer games, when someone scores, like you're hugging and kissing everyone around you. If they have the flu, you have the flu. It's happening. You got to know that before you get to the game. You know, if someone scores, you might fall down three rows 
on top of everyone, just crowd surf. And everyone's fine with that yeah. while they're kissing you. You know, so... Uh, so it's, it's, I love to see them back. I, I love to see fans back. And oh, yeah. I hope... I hope it lasts. I maybe I think I think there probably will be a a, a time throughout the season where uh, they put a little like social distancing or like fewer numbers are allowed at the games. I think that will happen at least once. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, but hopefully not. Fingers All crossed, right, so man. We got, fingers crossed. You got the FA Cup. I enjoy like a week or two. I enjoy like a week or two of no fans because it's kind of cool to hear everything, just the pound of the ball and all that. And then after a while, I'm like, man, this kind of just sucks. You miss the fans, especially when you watch highlights and you're like, oh man, that that roar. Yeah. When you're running, when you score in the fucking 80th minute, yes, it's not the same without people throwing their ears behind. I mean, that's gonna just change teams too, though. I mean, teams are gonna play a lot. But having that home. A field or away field disadvantage is it's just going to be it's going to be unique this well, that, year because I think it's, yeah that like wasn't a thing last year I mean Liverpool no. lost so many times at Anfield yeah and it's like that's not normal at all no you know it's extremely yeah. difficult and the reason is the fans obviously yeah. um in the atmosphere um yep. so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy season. That's why, like, when I talk about winning the league, that's always just a crazy thing in general. But there's someone's going to have to, like, string together not just a lot of wins, but, like, a lot of, like, random luck. I mean, it always takes that to win the league. Oh, yeah. But a lot of, like, crazy wins away from home when you shouldn't have won type stuff. Um, that's not you know, a random you got man. To that, But, yeah. You've been a Tana fan long enough to know that's not our MO, unfortunately. We're on well, the only when we're there. not supposed to win. If we're supposed yeah, we're to not. win and it's Norwich, you know, we're going to obviously lose. <laughs> we're always on the opposite end of the, the luck stick. Yes. Whatever All right, so we only have a few things to talk about. Sorry, I don't want to talk about the luck stick. A few more things to talk about. Um... We looked forward to the season. Um, let's look forward to this Man City game. I'm going to ask you our bet real fast. We'll yes. do this right now, too. Double or nothing on the dollar I owe you. Um, we need to have some like boundaries around this question. Um, if Kane is available, does he start? So the boundaries are if he's available. Do you think he starts? Okay, so you... So, I won the last bet. Do, 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 do I get the advantage that? of picking first, or do you go first? Do you get to choose, uh, and then I pick? You can pick first. I just want your opinion. I'm probably disagreeing with you anyways. You already know this. Well, then you're probably wrong if you're disagreeing with me. But I think I think he plays. Oh, I think he plays. <laughs> Does he start? I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'll take the bet he does start. I don't think he will. Ooh. I think there's a there we go. but I, I'll say he does for the bet's purpose. Um like I was the telling bet. you, I I just think there's it's city. If yes. he's healthy, it's hard not to see him playing. I mean, 
if it was Burnley, yeah. if it was Crystal Palace, Newcastle, I I don't think we'd see him. But if Harry okay. Kane's healthy and available, and you're playing a team like City, it's kind of hard not to put him on the bench, or to put him on the bench in a game like yeah, this. I mean, yeah. we've seen it all the time with cup finals where he's pretty much playing on a friggin' bum ankle still, and we decide yeah. that we need to throw him out there still, so... But yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I would, wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't, but I think he will. I think there's a good po- possibility he does. So yeah. I'll take that. So I'll that's take your bet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you knew I'd be on the other side. Uh, <laughs> perfect, perfect call. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't start, but yeah, I'm taking that he does. Yes, like, so, so that's the optimist in me is like, I don't, I'm not just optimistic for anything. I'm just optimistic that I'm right with my feelings. <laughs> and what I would like to happen if I was playing FIFA manager and he was available is I wouldn't start him, which is what I would have done in the Champions League final. But I would bring him off the bench. You know, so, I, that's what I would like to do because he's a threat no matter what. Just like you're saying, if he's yep. healthy... It doesn't matter if he hasn't. I mean, number one, this is his team. He's played with Deli Ellie for fucking five years, and he's played with Sonny for five years now. This yeah. this isn't a, a random team. There's new players, but he can hop back in whenever. This is his old car. You know, he knows how to I drive think, it. Yeah, we definitely learned from last year that Son and Kane are perfectly fine at connecting together. I mean, yes, <laughs> they connected on plenty of goals last year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not an issue. But yeah, I'm glad you said yeah. that he shouldn't have started the Champions League and stuff because I feel the same way. I know that's way old and not as off topic, but yeah. That will always be an on topic conversation among Spurs fans. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, I, I think so for my side of the bet, because it's just what I want to happen, I hope he's available and that he comes off the bench. Um, I actually think that you're more right that if he's available, he'll probably start. Um, and it doesn't matter that Lucas has had a great offseason or Delhi. Whoever has to get dropped will get dropped. It doesn't matter that Nuno has never coached or put Harry Kane in position. I, th- I think you're right. Today. Yeah. He's still going to be like, all right, Captain, get, get, get back in there and do your fucking, yeah. you know. How do you, how do you not play the guy who had the most assistant goals last year? If he's available with the it's same team. I mean, it's the exact same team. Yeah, that's tough. But yeah, I w- I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So I actually think I'm gonna lose this next two dollars that I have on the line. This double or nothing <laughs> just goes all year, right? We'll have to do like one of these like every week, and we'll put it in this in, like, in our pod, and then we'll just I keep agree. going. So like, restarts at zero if you win, and then we'll go the next week, and then. See who has the money at the end of the year. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so if I lose, you if anyone up wants to do side bets, we'll take it. We'll do a poll. See who, who, who thinks we'll have the most money at the end of the year. Side yes. a poll. Who has the most money at the end of the year? You or, you or me? Well, yes. Yeah, so I'd say right now you're winning. I'm taking my bet, but agreeing with you. So uh, you <laughs> I might feel like I'm winning too. You you are um yes damn it double nothing that's a great that's a great thing to add to the show that's gonna happen 
we'll figure out what it what it is throughout the show. Like, okay, that's that's our double or nothing. Um, we'll take suggestions yeah. too from any, anyone listening. We'll take suggestions. Give us your suggestions. Yep. Um, so yeah, so looking forward to next season. We're very excited for it. Very excited for the show. Um, this weekend, Sunday, last Sorry. game. Sorry. Last can we call game. that like, can we call that segment the daily the deli double? The deli double. Well done. Can oh we call gosh. that the deli double segment when we do the sorry? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that was just too good to hold back. Well, I saw your face like go blank when I was talking. I was like, what's up? Do I <laughs> I'm glad that's what it was. All right, cool. The deli double. It's happening. Yep. All right. Perfect. We already got our double or nothing in. Uh, you got Kane starting. Perfect. All right. So looking forward to that Man City match this weekend. Last match of match day one in the in the Premier League, which I fucking hate. So my biggest, my biggest fucking pet peeves in EPL and like not making Champions League is playing on Sunday. Playing on Sunday is the worst thing, and it's the worst thing for Spurs. When we, I've done, I've said this before on the fucking podcast, but when we made it to the Champions League. It was just a change in Spurs because we got to play early Saturday morning. For some reason, that's way better. Maybe not early, but like that noon Saturday, like we played yeah. good then. Late night Sunday, we're like tired. We've seen all the other games. The pressure's on, even though like pressure's already there, but whatever. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, that's like, that's my main rant about this game. But what are your thoughts going into, I mean, essentially the biggest game of the season at home. What are your thoughts going into this huge match? I like playing these good, the top teams early. Because I'm just hoping we can catch them not on their game. And I mean, great call. If you can steal three points, if we can steal three points, even a draw, I think. I mean, City just look good. I mean, you get any points from City, it's big. It's early. We're home, you said, right? Yes, we are home. And it's so gonna it's be good. it's gonna be a night. I mean, it's the first game back. I don't, I don't full know. stands, right? Full stands. I see that's okay. I don't know, but I'm guessing so. And I think it's full capacity. So I mean, I think that's huge because, like I said, for all we know, later on the season we might lose fan capacity. So getting to play City with full fans early in the season, Great where hopefully, hopefully we can keep get, take that advantage of maybe them not being on their yeah. game. And we get yeah. we can peg them three points or one point's huge against a team like them, obviously. So, um, yep. yeah, feeling cheers it. to that. Feeling, feeling us taking three there points. Go, two one. I'm feeling it. Two one. Late goal by two one. Stevie B again. Ooh, Stevie B with the litest. Okay, I agree, and I think Kane's gonna get the other one. But, um, dang, great, great call out. Um. Just great point, you know, just about the fact that it is full stadium. It's the first game of the season, as I was saying, but it's Sunday night. I mean, that place is going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. With all these new players who just got there, if any new players are on the fucking field or even just walking out, like hearing, come on, you Spurs, with everyone probably just rocking the white. I don't know if they'll be doing the whole, uh, you know, Champions League, you know, get up with the whole thing, but they should. First game of the season, like let's go hard. At least give everyone a flag or something. Yeah, 
It'd be nice. Build a huge atmosphere. I mean, first game back, start off the season. I like it. I like it. I don't know if they will, but I like it. I like the idea. Hey, and just a shout out for our listeners to, uh, to, to look out for. Whenever Spurs have home games, this is for you too, Nick. I don't know if you know this. But whenever Spurs have home games, they do this live pre-game, uh, just pre-game show at the Spurs stadium. And it's all Spurs. So some of it's a little childish. They're like going through the mascots and stuff, but it's great because they're just interviewing legendary Spurs. They're at the grounds. They're looking at the grounds, all these things. So like for like the hour before, uh, they do this thing. It's called In 17 Live on uh, YouTube. Great show. Yeah. Shout outs to them. Um, and I try to catch it before every game, like while I'm getting dressed and shit, because it's just a perfect little like get you ready for yeah. the game. They go through the lineup. Yep. You know, they talk to anticipation. Yeah, I get you. I haven't heard of that before. I'll check that out, though. That sounds awesome. Randomly fell upon it last season, but in 17 live. And again, it's just home games to my knowledge, but this will be a big one. That'll be a good thing to get the picture going for us, get the feelings right. So what are your, what are your um, predictions for, for Sunday? You're saying score-wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless you have any other bold predictions as well. I'll take them all. Any uh, predictions you have for Sunday? Okay. Um, I actually don't know about the Stevie B goal, but I kind of want to say I think Delhi's going to lace one. Um, He was my other guy. That was just Stevie B. But Delhi was my other choice. I couldn't. I I also think, like, if. Harry Kane starts, and we have like our classic, like Harry Kane, Son, Delhi, and then maybe like a little Celso or a Lucas in there. I could see us really running circles around them. I, again, I'm the optimist. This is what I want. I'm speaking with what I want. But that's what I can see. Like them not being ready for it, them being City. I mean, I hope they I play for Fernando. What's that? I think KDB's out. I think KDB's out. De Bruyne? I don't think he's playing. That would be great. And then hopefully, I mean, they have like Grealish and stuff who just got there, but hopefully he's still shaking off the like, I don't know anyone, you know, what's going on. And they always bring in new defenders because they have so much money. Hopefully they have some new defenders that don't know what the hell's going on, you know. Um, And then we just... Defense, but yeah, I actually don't think they do. But they got like John Stones, who not usually worried about Laporte, who Sonny makes a mess of every time. Um, Ruben Diaz, who somehow won Player of the Year last year. What? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that's how much I don't care about that shit. Um, yeah. They couldn't give all the trophies uh, yeah. to Kane, I guess, so they had to give it to someone. Literally. I mean, literally. How does he not win that trophy, though? Because that's exactly what he is. He, um, he was the third person to do that ever. So I don't yeah. I don't know what you got to well, do. This, this shitty defender uh, is easily the best player in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, you know, I think – so score predictions, I'm going to be bold. Actually, I, so I'm going to say this. I hate doing score predictions because it's just like I'm hugely superstitious. Um, so then don't do it. Gladly, 
All right, I won't do it. I think we're gonna win. I'll put that out there. I okay. I hope we win. But I think okay. the main thing is I think we can run circles around them. I think that's that's my prediction. That's bold. That's bold, Cotton. Yo, Wolves did it last year. We'll see. I mean, it's possibility for sure. I just we'll see. I mean, Nuno did it last year. Essentially, it, I, I'm not saying it's not possible. It. It's a bold yeah. prediction. That's all I'm saying. Bold prediction. I like it. And I won't be upset Thank if it's true. Obviously. <laughs> 2 1, I won't be upset either. <laughs> no, don't say it. You're, that's just, you can't say scores. You're superstitious. No, that was yours. That was, oh, that okay, was yours. Mind, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. No, I, I don't have the. Um, but all right, man. So, Nick, I want to thank you so much for coming out tonight. This was a great discussion. Got to chalk up everything that's happened and really looked forward and, and dove deep in a lot of different random directions. So, again, I appreciate you, man. Um, do you have any other thoughts just about backwards or forwards where Spurs are at? We got a little bit of work to do, but I, I'm, I'm excited about everything, the way it's being built. Very excited about yep. this year and the future, I think. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, I appreciate that. And you reminded me because I did want to say it one more time. If you made it to the end of the show, we appreciate it. But if you're in the Southern California, Long Beach area, please come out to the R Bar on 3rd and Pine at 830 is the kickoff. We'll be there at 8 o'clock when they open. Um, Come out. You know, I think I have some things to give away, some new products that I haven't shown anyone. So I'm going to do something like the first five people there. I, I would wait until the end to say yes, okay, yes, shake your head. You'll get some too. Don't I didn't worry. get anything. I didn't get anything. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. You have to wait until <laughs> the new season. Um, no, but we'll be revealing all that stuff. But seriously, like first five people there, first ten people there, I'll see how much stuff I got. Um, I'm gonna be giving some stuff away. But no matter what, just come out. We want to have a good time. Um, we appreciate everyone for listening. Um, very excited for this season. Very excited for everything we're doing. Uh, and last but not least, come on, you Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! There we go. TTID, that's for you, O'Day. Oh, also, I think Noah said he's buying everyone's first round. That, that's not what I'm giving away. <laughs> <laughs> if we score that early, if you don't have your first round, I got you. Hotspurs, the greatest team of the year. Tip top, top, and Hotspurs, raise your glasses and give them a cheer.